The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. And there weren't too many points after that. Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Cross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL on YouTube. And follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Hey, joining us on the program today, Michael Felder will talk some college football with us in one hour, including a preview of the big Michigan-Penn State matchup. But first, Monday night football, and other than that punt return, as I mentioned, there weren't too many points scored as the Chargers hammer the Jets 27-6. Los Angeles covers a three and a half. This game goes under the total of 40, though it was mighty close to being a push. First touchdown was the Chargers special teams. Austin Eckler with a couple of scores uh, from, from rather close. The Jets defense... Uh, They could only do so much when they were uh, pinned deep uh, because of all of those turnovers the Jets were committing. But, Aaron, when we talk about uh, the Jets and what to make of them going forward, need I remind everybody the starting quarterback is still Zach Wilson. I know. And the crazy thing is, Zach Wilson went over his yardage prop, over his attempts, and they still struggled into that game big time i wonder i guess i'm starting to think i'm out on kellen moore uh he just isn't that (laughs) impressive maybe the cowboys were right in that situation joe i mean what do you think (laughs) the Uh, cowboys right in jettisoning him i I think this is a bad yeah yeah, I, I think it's a bad sign for the next three hours because uh, moments before the show started, I just spilled a drink over my entire laptop, and it's on my microphone. It's on my headphones. If I was recording uh, Beat the Books, and if you look at that file, Paul, right now, you'll see a lot of letters being pressed. It was the chaos that was going on. If you pull up a link to it right now, there's just, like, letters. Books. I'm like, doesn't yeah. that say Florida A&M? It was like an amino energy drink whatever this thing it was minus 250 energy drink like 
yeah. yeah well, right, I don't yeah. drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. So yeah, I mean, I did for a short period yeah. of time in my life, but then I stopped. But I'm yeah, a it's coffee just drinker in this group. It's all over the place. So it was. Do they play Florida name A and M Creighton? We'll we'll uh, let everybody know. The, the five star pick is Creighton today, right? Is it Florida A and M? I can't tell. I think it's Florida A and M, and they're laying like thirty three and a half, and it's a five star yeah. best bet. I know. Are you willing to lay it? That's a lot. No, no. I got some other. We're fading the Big Ten today. Big teaser for later. Well, I download the Big Ten app today. After yesterday's conversation, I'm like, oh, Paul's all in on Creighton. He's talking about a future with them, and uh, now you're you're laying it the book three at the hook. Like he's all the like he handpicked the Creighton play. I'm like, man, he is all all in. I I did just for you. We have to have it beat the books. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That's yeah. That's what you have to do. Hey, I'm doing all I can to avoid talking about Monday Night Football. Oh, God. Obviously, the filibustering is great. Another – more entertaining than that game. I'll tell you that much. It it was like, (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, we we can rip Wilson if we want. How many quarterbacks are successful with that offensive line? Uh, It is just – domination with 136 passing yards for Herbert. Domination. Leading rusher, 47 yards. Eckler, uh, but the domination was really that Chargers defense, and of course, both teams now four and four. Uh, as as we sit here, it's just funny how the conversation changes from week to week. When the Jets win a game, we're like, "Hey, Aaron Rodgers is warming up before practice," but nobody's talking about that now. What's going to happen with these teams if we go big picture? Like they're going to they're going to be sitting home for the playoffs. There, there's nothing with these teams. I'm like, ah, oh, did Staley, St- Staley save his job? Eh, probably not. They're just going to keep doing the win two, lose two, win two, lose two. They're going to keep doing that. And then the schedule gets tougher over the next few weeks, and then they're going to lose those games. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Jets outgained them by a bunch, but it doesn't matter because yeah. of the turnovers. And there was luck factor with the Chargers as well. The Chargers also fumbled it three times. The difference is they fell on the football all three times, and the Jets ended up losing it uh, in those. The The offense is a disaster, and <laughs> we could talk about both coordinators, whether it is Kellen Moore or Hackett, because look at Hackett's <laughs> offense. Zach, I mean, it's funny. like if Zach Wilson's not turning the ball over as much interception-wise, correct. We did hit on that, no interceptions last night. But it's like, mm-hmm. look at it. Okay, zero offensive touchdowns last night. Let's branch out. We're eight games into the season. One offensive touchdown for the Jets against the Giants, the Eagles, the Patriots, the Cowboys, and the Bills. One offensive touchdown. In the Denver game, they got their second offensive touchdown in the final minute of the game. I mean, there's just big picture. There's nothing with these two teams. Nothing. And last night sucked. Thursday night's game's going to suck with the Bears and Panthers. We're on a heck of a prime time run. (laughs) No wonder we need so much Creighton basketball in our lives because this is what we're going to succumb to over the next several days. That's why you're talking about college basketball so much. You know, it's funny when we're uh, sort of diagnosing these teams going forward. The Jets, it almost feels like the AFC version of the Falcons. All this talent, all of this potential, a team that can really break through, maybe even, you know, raise Kane in the playoffs, all that stuff. But the quarterback situation Mm -hmm. is just so awful right now. And look, this is a year in the NFL 
where quarterback situations across the league are not very good. It's one of the reasons why we've had so many unders, down offenses, all that stuff. A lot of teams are having quarterback struggles. So if you are standing out as having bad quarterback play, that takes some doing. That is special. And that's exactly what we're seeing from the Jets right now. I mean, what's fascinating to me is that we're talking so much about Aaron Rodgers. I don't even think that he's capable of being a great quarterback anymore. If he is average, then maybe the Jets are doing just enough to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're in contention in that division, what with the Dolphins and the Bills, but at least they're doing enough to make sure they can make the playoffs. Meanwhile, when it comes to the Chargers, I think the most alarming thing to me as far as what they did was that offensive line coming into this game was considered average. Look at pass block win rate by PFF or ESPN, those kinds of metrics. And you go, all right, well, the Chargers aren't great, but they aren't bad, but they have Justin Herbert as a quarterback. And so it can more than make up for mediocre offensive line play. No, that O-line did not play well at all. Every member of the Chargers O-line allowed four-plus pressures. And I look at this and go, you win the turnover battle. Yeah, you have some short fields so you can score easily, hence why Austin Eckler did so well. But this is a big concern going forward that now there is a glaring weakness for the Chargers that we previously didn't see, Joe. So what are they? What are they? I, I look at them, I see eight and nine. We're going to sit here at the mm-hmm. end of the year, and once in a while after wins, people are going to get excited and like, oh, it's finally happening with Herbert. Maybe Staley saves his job. They've got this talent. Like, like Bosa had a monster game. He was set up for a monster game. Mac had a really big game last night. Yeah, they have that top-end talent. We know that. But as a whole, what are they in that division? They're a 500 team. If Mm -hmm. things work out well for the Jets, they're a 500 team. That's how bad it, that's what it is when, when you have some great elements to your team, but the quarterback is at the bottom, even with the poor level of quarterback play that we have with all of these backups. We had nine backups this week and Zach, Zach Wilson is among them. Like that's how bad he is. Um, It's just, yeah, no offensive line, no quarterback, no chance. That's what the Jets are reminding all of us. Yeah, eight touchdowns in eight games for the Jets. I mean, that is awful. I know scoring is down, but still, I mean, this is a scoring league. The Jets can't just rely, excuse me, on their defense. And, I mean, maybe if Aaron Rodgers was there, they would be a little bit more competitive. We don't know. We don't have a crystal ball for sure, but – I mean, it seems like they've got to ride it out with Zach Wilson, and it's just ugly. It it feels their line is so bad. It feels like okay, even if Rodgers didn't get hurt on opening night, he would be out by now, right? With everything mm-hmm. going on in the league and the state of that offensive line, he'd be out anyways. Exactly, exactly right. Like that's the thing, Aaron Rodgers. Like whatever you think of his quarterback play, like he's not what he was just a couple of years ago. He may not even mm-hmm. be what he was last year. And some are still saying, well, he was bereft of wide receiver talent. No, no. Aaron Rodgers is aging. And yeah. that's okay to say. Like, he, not that he isn't some phenomenal quarterback. It's fine. But he was already aging to begin with. So his mobility was a question coming into the season. And with that offensive line play, okay, yeah, it was unfortunate that it happened in the first game, the first couple of plays. But mm-hmm. – 
I mean, were you expecting them to evade pressure every single time that this was going to be an offense that was all about the quick strike? No, that's not why you bring in Aaron Rodgers, especially when you have Garrett Wilson as your wide receiver one. It's that you can set up and fling it deep and then get those chunk plays. And that's not really possible whether you have Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson, or anybody else. Yeah, I know. It, what do you do? That, that was it. And pray, you know, you, you mentioned at this stage, yeah, there's some of that. You mentioned at this stage that he's probably an average quarterback. I think you're right. I don't know what the true expectation was. Now, sure, you have these pie-in-the-sky dreams when you get a, a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, and it wasn't that long ago that he was an MVP in the league, and you think, okay, great defense. He has a number one receiver. Let, let's hope for the best. But in reality, if, you, if he was out there and you are getting average play, that's awesome for them. For them to get average quarterback play with everything else that they have, the great defense – you know, and the receivers and the run game when they have a decent offensive line, like average quarterback play would be such a boost to this team so much that we'd be talking about them near the top in the AFC East. But they're probably going to be both these teams probably just going to be sitting home when we get to the playoffs. Remember when Alan Lazard was pretty good? Maybe above average, some would say. Dude, a drop pass, three penalties. That guy also fell off a cliff. Aaron Rodgers must have, you know, pounded the table to bring him in, and that hasn't worked out either. Yeah. It was something said on the broadcast as far as, like, all these pre-snap penalties that the Jets were committing. Who do you blame for that? Is is it Zach Wilson not knowing the the count, or or is it – uh, yeah. You know, Nathaniel Hackett for not everybody being on the same page. Like Coaching. maybe it's some sort of combo platter. I don't know exactly what it is, but that kind of points to the fact that, okay, you can't just blame everything on Zach Wilson. The infrastructure around Zach Wilson was never that good to begin with. There, they, Last year, the Jets had a lot of different quarterbacks and none of them were working out. And so then you bring in Aaron Rodgers and you think, oh, wow, that's the solution. No, it's not. It never was. And now we're seeing this, that culturally and schematically, this was a problem. You know, this is always going to be the issue as, as far as uh, Robert Sala is the head coach. Like, you have to have a complete overhaul for anything to change offensively. And that's probably not going to happen anytime soon. So what do you do? You pray. Because there's not much more you can do by this point. Anyway. Is Rogers going to come uh, back? NFL- like, why would, Rogers wanna, why would Rogers want to come back? I mean, I guess you don't want to go out on that note. On his That's... back? <laughs> to, to, to prove the, the vaxxers wrong? I don't know. Prove that right. I, uh, Haka or whatever that stuff is helped him come back quicker. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like that's who he'll thank uh, in the post-game news conference. Like that's how they work. Aaron, they didn't name it after you. Paul, Paul knows what it is. I don't know. The the Haka dance (laughs) or ayahuasca? Yeah, ayahuasca. Okay. No, Jake knows Oski Wow Wow. (laughs) Oski Wow Wow. They did do – I feel like Bosa did a haka dance after one of his sacks too or like after yeah. the turnover. So I was – a lot of haskas and ayahuascas and hakas. <laughs> a lot of things going <laughs> on last things night. We can't say. We're clearing the throat a lot today. This is good. 
Yeah. Oh, so much for Jared Hall. Oh, He's gone. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we need a new H. We need some H's oh. in our lives. By the way, right, real quick. Got to work on that. Did yeah. we know that the Vikings are a Creed team too? I just saw they this. Are? Like, I missed that because the Rangers are what? a Creed team. Jake, I they feel like they might have just yeah, apparently jumped the on the bandwagon. Yeah, they, they jumped on like the wagon after the Rangers. Creed. Oh, I'm out on Kirk that, tried to make it a thing. See, I'm not okay. Three doors down. I'm not okay. All right. I was going to bring them up during our team futures, but now I'm out on Vite. We'll talk about it. Kirk would like Kirk. Some 41. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we will revisit NFL team futures and the make-miss the playoff market. We will start with the aforementioned Vikings as Joe finds new material. That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Negotiation. <laughs> I was hard working. A holdout. <laughs> Time. Catch. Brandon Powell. Touchdown Vikings. And they have the lead. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Time to talk about NFL futures, and we'll begin with make-miss playoffs. And what better place to start than with the Minnesota Vikings pulling off the win with a quarterback who'd only been there for a couple of days, didn't even know his offensive linemen's names, but it's the Minnesota Vikings uh, who are now getting some attention and some traction to potentially make the playoffs. Joe, how do you want to play the Vikings and maybe even the NFC in general? Minnesota Vikings. All right. Um, do they have a chance at the division? You don't know the song. No. Sorry. Do they, do they have a – are we sure? They're two back in the last I column. I am sure. They faced the Lions twice in the last three weeks of the season. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. just saying it's a super long shot. I'm just saying is it done? Uh, I thought you said it was done. I'm at, they've also won four in a row. They have. So I, 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 I didn't expect that to happen either. Right. I, I thought they were. I'm just bringing it up for a second conversation. I, I did, uh, but don't you think the conversation changes after a week or after a couple of weeks? And, yeah, we thought they were done. They also We also thought they were going to sell at the deadline, and then they kind of bought. Mm-hmm. And now they've won four Right, they did. Like, it's not, it's not yeah. worth having a conversation, like super long shot? I mean, yeah. They haven't faced I think so because they – they obviously don't feel like they're dead and they still think they can win the division. So it's certainly a conversation worth having. Maybe they do have a boost now at quarterback. I mean, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm not betting. I'm just, it's eight to one for a division. And 
they're what two back in the loss column new orleans denver chicago are next and then vegas like mm-hmm. it, there's a world where they have an eight game winning streak as crazy as that sounds that's mm-hmm. all i'm saying and it's going to be challenging down the stretch and but that they'll have their opportunity the last three games nfc north games and two of them against detroit last game of the year at detroit I I wonder where that number goes. So, I mean, I think there there's a difference between like, can they win the division? I mean, I, yeah, they're so mathematically in it. Sure, uh, you know what is it? Sumer Sports has it at less than a ten percent chance the Vikings win the division. So, I mean, if there's value there and in, in betting into that, okay, fine. But in terms of making the playoffs, you know, to me that's very different because. As we mentioned before, the NFC is terrible. Those three wild card spots may very well feature teams that we don't think highly of, or at least two teams, and then the second place contender in the NFC East. So, as far yeah. as that's concerned, I am a lot more bullish about the Vikings now than I have ever been. Not so much to win the division, mm-hmm. but just to make the playoffs. I think the fact that we're seeing plus money right now, that is beyond intriguing to me. Is that because of the Atlanta game, or is it more than that? Like if they lose that game, you are know, we having this conversation? Maybe. Maybe so. Like, in large part because – okay, so maybe it's best, like, when we're talking about wild card, and, you know, because I think the division is, is a real long shot, I, I would like to focus less on that and more okay. who else are they contending with to get a wild card spot. So let me know if, if there's a team missing here uh, in terms of the real contenders. So second place team in the NFC East is getting in, right? So we can say that and we're done. So two spots yeah. left. Uh, Seattle probably gets one. And so then if we have one remaining, then the Vikings have to beat out Washington, second place team in the NFC South, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, and the Rams. Right. Is there anything else that stands out to you guys? Yeah, which team? So it would be Washington, in? second place in the NFC South, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, and the Rams. I think those are the only teams that can really get this spot. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. So you're worried about yeah. Washington, Atlanta. I, I don't think anybody's worried about Tampa, Green Bay, right? What about the Rams? Long shots. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I, in terms of those that could make it, I would include in that bucket. Like the Giants, they're done. The Cardinals, they're done despite Kyler Murray potentially coming back. Like in terms of those I would even entertain, I would say it comes down to say five teams. And three of those, if you want to dismiss them, I will certainly not push back on that. So then it comes down to, okay, Vikings, Washington, second place team in the NFC South. I think the Vikings are the best team. Like even though the strength of schedule may be a little bit tougher uh, for the Vikings than, say, Atlanta or New Orleans, I think the Vikings have the best team right now. Okay. Uh, Washington is is the challenger that first comes to mind. So then you think matchup-wise, how many great quarterbacks are they going to face that are just going to light up that secondary that are flat-out yeah. flat bad matchups for them? So it's Geno this week. They're a big underdog. Could they go to Seattle and win? Yes, they could. They could. Then it's the Giants. I guess it's going to be DeVito. It's, Yesterday, Dayball says, you know, we don't know if Tyrod's going to come back this year. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. We know Daniel Jones is out for the year. 
So they're yeah. QB three, QB four, QB. I don't know what it's going to be. You know, they so they get the Giants one more time. That's that's going to be a win for Washington. Uh, they still have to go, they still have Dallas twice, twice. So that's it's going to be tough. They have Miami. They have San Francisco to go. It's not going to be uh, easy for Washington. Bears are going to fall off. I mean, I think that yeah. win. Remember, I mean, they got rid of two of their best defensive players. How long can this boost continue? I'm just not mm-hmm. a believer this season. Yeah. No, I mean. I think they fall we're, off. We're saying around 500. That's going to get that last spot probably, right? Nine yeah. and eight, maybe. Completely. Um, yeah. And so Minnesota – I mean, I brought up the division because I think the next four are all winnable. If they go two and two in their next four, that's a disappointment. If they're sitting there at seven and six, so they should be they should be like eight and five, I would think, after the Vegas game. And then their last month is going to be challenging. It's Cincinnati, Detroit twice, and whatever Green Bay is at that point. So they should they should be right around that mark that gets you in. The other thing, too, when we're talking about these quarterbacks in general is that, okay, whatever you think of Josh Dobbs, like in terms of those all-encompassing metrics, yeah, he's top 10 in the league among qualifiers, but look who's worse. The Falcons duo's worse. Jordan Love is worse. I don't know if uh, Sam Howell is worse, but with all the sacks he's taking, certainly like it's a debate worth having. It's not like the quarterbacks who are vying for that last wild card spot are that much better than Dobbs. And that to Mm -hmm. me is the important point in all of this is, okay, strength of schedule matters. It's average. NFC South contenders will have it easier. Yes. But in terms of overall team strength, especially once Justin Jefferson comes back, absolutely the plus money on the Minnesota Vikings is a value play to me. So, yeah. I guess this is also a Falcons conversation. Like Falcons are done, right? I mean, I don't, I'm not making that statement. I'm saying in the minds of many, well, what we've seen after losing three of, they go two and oh, and now they're four and five. So lost five, seven. Um, it's an easy road, man. It's an easy road. I'm not, as much as I don't like Arthur Smith, I don't think anybody does. Questions at quarterback. Is it, is it over? Arizona, New Orleans, Jets, Bucks, Panthers, Colts, Bears, Saints. That's the challenge oh, right there, just because of the Atlanta schedule. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus 
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's tough. I mean, I think it's pre- I think it's just going to be the Vikings. I'm not confident in the Commanders or the Falcons. Or Falcons and Vikings both down. plus money to make. They're both plus money to make. Isn't it going to be one of them? <laughs> Is it also part of the conversation that perhaps we overrate strength of schedule in general? Because I think when we're talking about a 17-game slate, yes, strength of schedule matters in terms of, say, looking at the players and things like that. But when it comes to half a season, maybe it's something that we focus too much on. And yeah, you're right. Like, it is an easier schedule, but the Falcons should have beaten the Vikings. Like, I think that's fair to say. Like, there was no reason why that game should have been close to begin with. And the Falcons lost outright. And for some reason, Arthur Smith isn't using players where a lot of draft capital was spent. And so it seems like they're backups to the backups to the backups. And maybe he was right about Taylor Heineke and why he shouldn't have been starting. But guess what? He's stuck with these guys now. And because they are both worse than what the Vikings have now where is the faith in all of this? Like, where are you supposed to believe that these things are going to work out? It was an inefficient offense to begin with. And now the playmakers aren't getting utilized for whatever reason. There are too many problems with the Falcons to where there's probably value in backing the dogs in any of these games, knowing full well, the Falcons may be favored. 
Sure, sure. Uh, my point, though, is half a season, still a good amount of football left. There are zero scheduled losses when you break down that schedule. There are scheduled losses for the Vikings. I, I don't think anybody is going to say, okay, they're going to sweep Detroit now. They're going to – who are these other tough ones? Cincinnati, and that's at mm-hmm. Cincinnati. As long as Burrow's healthy, that's going to be a tough one. Division matchups are always tough. It's like there aren't any scheduled losses for the Vikings where you're walking and saying they have no chance. But, but yes, they're, they're going to be a favorite in some games, and they're going to lose some games. That's the team uh, that they are. So, But that's the challenger right there. That's it. If you want to say Washington, that's fine. But there are some tough spots for them. But it probably comes down to Atlanta. Oh, what a mess. <laughs> Oh, boy. It's so much fun to to look at that quagmire. How about we talk about the AFC now? And in the North, there are four really good football teams there. And there are many paths to where all four teams can make the playoffs. But as mm-hmm. we've talked about before, there there are some real contenders with when it comes to the AFC wildcard. Joe, where would you like to start there? So are you guys surprised that you can still find the Bengals at plus 320 for the division? Am I surprised? Uh, Mm -hmm. A little. A little. Only because, you know, they've got other tough games. Like, that's not an easy schedule for them down the stretch. And as I mentioned on the show yesterday, like, yeah, Joe Burrow's played well, but he's not playing like the best quarterback over the last couple of weeks. Like, I wonder if his play has to reach another level to beat the absolute cream of the crop consistently. Yeah. Next Thursday at Baltimore, is that when, I don't want to say decided, but I think we can say, even though they're in the playoff right now, Pittsburgh's not winning the division. I don't have Cleveland winning the division with that offense right now. Um, So we're left with these two teams. And if Baltimore wins next Thursday, sweeps the Bengals, it's probably over. Just because of the Ravens right now. How many losses are there for the Ravens this year? The rest of the way, not many. Mm -hmm. And for Mm -hmm. the Bengals to surpass them, that's going to be really tough. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense the way the Ravens are playing right now and Lamar's looking like MVP that, you know, you would still get some good value on the Bengals. But I think they're closer to being even. Maybe I'm just baking in a lot of potential with the Bengals, um, but I could see the odds getting much shorter. Bengals. It would be what, a two and a half game lead for, it'd be what, a two and a half game lead for Baltimore if they win that game? Like, two-and-a-half game lead with about six games to go, that's really hard to overcome to me. Mm-hmm. And remember, Cincinnati started the season with two division games, so they are 0-2 at the moment in the division. It's going to be tough. Yeah, tight So that's why – yeah, that's why you're getting that number of three. Like, at first, mm-hmm. I was like, well, really? Still all this steam behind the Bengals? You're getting better than 3-1? to one. Uh, That's why you're getting better than 3-1. to one. Okay. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> exactly yeah exactly right uh so when it comes to the rest of the division though uh certainly it's possible that we get you know the entire afc north in there but who else could crash the party certainly the buffalo bills are getting a lot of attention but aaron i think you and i agree that there is another team that could crash this afc wild card party uh that's not the buffalo bills and can sneak into that final spot 
Yeah, I think there's value on the Texans at plus 250. Uh, You look at the standings and they're four and four. I looked at their upcoming schedule. So obviously it's going to be tough against the Bengals, right? But then they've got the Cardinals, Jags, Broncos, Jets, Titans, Browns, Titans, Colts. And I sort of correlated that with a no at plus 104 with the Bills. I mean, obviously the Dolphins are probably going to win that division. So I had to think, okay, who's going to drop out? Maybe it is the Bills and you could get plus money on both the Texans and the Bills. What what do you guys feel better about? The Texans slash Bills in or the Browns out? Because that's the team we're bouncing, right? Yeah, the Browns out I like too. Or would it be the Steelers Steelers being bounced out? Could be, could be both. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. I think Browns in, Steelers out, and then it's either the Bills, Bills Dolphins, or the Texans. Texans at plus 250, way better value than the Steelers plus 130 to make the playoffs. So definitely, I think Houston is good here. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Charles Barkley joined the BetQL Network over the weekend. We'll hear which bets he hates the most and his favorite band. That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski, Ed Egros, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. It's time for Aaron Hawksworth to take us off the board. What did the elephant say to the naked man? What did the elephant say to the naked man? How do you bring it through that tiny thing? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm not sure it was quite that funny, but I enjoyed it. Ryan Clark's laugh after that. Welcome back to VQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth with you. <laughs> that sounds like something we would have uh, laughed I about know. on this show. I, I know. They, yeah, uh, I mean, while we closed the show yesterday uh, asking for measurements on people that are drawing things on Ed's car. So, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, we were. So, yeah. So yes, yes, we definitely. Were. And the oh, conversation. Did you get the car washed yet? Throughout the day, Did you get it washed? No, I haven't got. Well, oh my you can't you can't see the 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 drawing anymore, <laughs> but the car does need a washing. So Simon, the, yes, <laughs> I'm glad you got that. That's good. Yes, and you know my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Charles Barkley was on the better angle over the weekend, and he was live sweating some college football with Kate Constable and Cam Smith. Awesome get for them. I saw this over the weekend. And he also shared his plans for the night featuring his favorite band. Well, um, I've had two pushes already, so I'm pissed about that. Uh, I had Florida was turned into a push. No. I had NM, which was a push. So right now, and uh, uh, Rutgers was my big play this morning. They covered. And uh, so now I got Oklahoma State, 
Uh, I got Missouri in 14. Uh, and that's, that's all, you know, I'm getting, so that's all I got right now. So we're sitting oh around, because, you know, my favorite band in the world is the Eagles. And I got a group about <laughs> some of my boys, uh, and, 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 uh, and we're going to see the Eagles tonight. Uh, so I'm really pumped about the concert. So they said this is their last tour, so I wanted to see them. I've been with the Eagles for like 30 years. And, you know, they're my favorite. Uh, Public Inn is my favorite rap group, but this is my favorite <laughs> generational band. I've been, this will probably be my 40 or 50, 45 times I've seen the Eagles. And uh, I'm really pumped to go see those guys tonight. It's just going to be a fun night. Because, you know, one thing make me nervous. You know, I'm probably at the Alabama game. I'm at on the Alabama game. Oh, I already put in USC. I got USC tonight. Uh, so I'm really excited about those games tonight. I hate, if it wasn't the Eagles, there's no way I would miss the Alabama LSU game tonight. Wow. Wait, I, I thought I you actually like a couple the Eagles. Bets. I like that. I, yeah, I know. Eagles. That, that, and he kept that going. was like seven. And going. He kept oh, yeah. going. No, I don't think. Is there anybody that would be like, no, the Eagles bad? Like, no. You, yeah. Right. You can jam out to the Universally Eagles. beloved. Yeah. I was not. When he said, my fav- I'm going to see my favorite band, I never would have guessed that the Eagles would be the band that he was talking about. I'd say mm-hmm. that. But. What do you guys think it takes for Charles Barkley to get a sweat? Like how much is he betting on those college football games? For him to care about the result. As much money as he's made, as much money as he's lost over the years. I'm guessing I, if he's got yeah. like seven to ten bets going, then he's probably doing, what, a thousand per? I don't know. Oh. On the oh, ads, way more. though, like how much? <laughs> I didn't think they could take over. that much. Way over. Aaron, they know the customer's name is Charles Barkley, and he's he uh, endorses them on TV. Like they're probably letting him bet whatever he wants, right? Oh, okay. I just and, I thought there might be, a and limit. he's a and he's a a loser as far as betting. So, yeah, whatever you want to do, Chuck. <laughs> I feel like the number for, for one Chuck Barkley are a little different than you and me. Yeah, I think rules. when the blackjack thing at the win happened, it was 50k a hand. Was oh my god, was, like, reported. <laughs> so I, I would Jeez. start there. Mm-hmm. 50k a game, man. <laughs> Maybe half that. Oh boy, what is he? But make? like, if you're, oh, if you're putting that on his salary, is 10 go. million. I want to see his bet. 10 flips. million at TNT. He makes for mm-hmm. working a couple days a week and barely watching games. <laughs> I mean that's hold it's on huddled. 20 40 60 80 is that 100 hands that's 100 bets at 50k yeah. right oh, you don't think he does anyway the to... books have limited him he's got to nope. have some winning times no, no. I mean well, plus a, always they know who he is plus they know who he is right and I'm sure he they knows know he them and, and they're like yeah go, go ahead as long as you keep pro- Promoting our product, we'll let you bet with because they know he's not going to win anyways. So right, yeah. I mean, most of us aren't going to win, but I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're right. It's, you would it's think hard. He would have access to someone who's maybe helping him actually win these bets. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> Charles Barkley, <laughs> he knows guaranteed. There's there's, there's a bravado involved. Yeah, 
Uh, here's a hypothetical. Let's say Charles Barkley wasn't a bad better. Let's say like he actually knew what he was doing and he was say some kind of a sharp. I mean, like maybe not the best sharp in the world, but like someone who can legitimately and consistently make a profit. Would he mm-hmm. still be working in television? Yes. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I, I think you could hear it right there. And it's a great thing. He likes to talk. He likes to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he especially likes betting on games. Like they, was a question asked, how long was that clip? He just kept going and going and going. Right. I think he's, he's like a man of the people. He's so he's nice. Also very rich, yeah. but he's a man of the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And he doesn't really work that much, right? I mean, the playoffs, it's a lot of work. But you watch March it, Madness. You watch the TNT broadcast, pre and post, during game, all that stuff for entertainment. You're not watching it for basketball mm-hmm. breakdowns. You're not going to learn like so much about X's and O's and all that. Like a lot of stuff that they reference is, is stuff that was happening in the game 20, 30 years ago. It's it's mm-hmm. for the entertainment value. Mm-hmm. Or, or him complaining that the Lakers are on TV too much. Like, I that's love that also, too. Uh, something that's, that's great. But but that's fun though. Like it's exciting. Yeah. And we watch the Lakers whether we want to or not. Like you can't help it whether they have star power or they're terrible, like it doesn't matter. Like they've become that big of a brand Mm -hmm. and that Charles complains about it. That's fun. Yep. It is. You know what else is fun? Jake had an exciting weekend. Mm -hmm. I have been waiting to hear all about it. And some of his weekend activities, they even discussed it on Friday on the BetQL network. Take a listen. Like, where's Jake? Do we know like what happened to Jake today? No, no, no. Just like, just like. Also, like, is this like? Oh, a, is this like a? Oh, he's got a he wedding. He said he had a wedding. Oh, remember his haircut? Remember he was talking about oh, that on the show? That's right. Yeah. I get. I didn't think it was a great haircut. Like, well, I wanted to say to Jake is like, Jake, like you're too. You, Jake's too handsome, like to like screw with his hair like that. You just do like what he right. always does because he's a good looking yeah. kid. Like, why, why mess with what's working? That would be my advice to Jake. Also, like Jake's better looking than me. He doesn't need my advice. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Wow, I don't... handsome his son. What He's happened with the haircut? Compliment. Honestly, what? we went too short with the haircut. We flew too close to the sun. Not for the first time. But yeah, you know, it'd be like that. How much how much was it? How many inches? I don't know. <laughs> no, but sometimes a lot of times you go and you say a lot of people say half half inch, full inch. So I went, I, I got too annoyed with how long it was and I got way too like over, like I overthought it way too much. So I just went, I said, just go finger length. And that was way too short. So Costas is right. It has to be a little longer, but Joe grow up. <laughs> what are we I doing here? I'm asked. They, they seriously asked. I'm go actually I have a haircut today. I'm going today. And they always ask, do you go scissors all around? Or they, they use the uh, clippers. No, Clippers on the sides. Number four on the sides. So are you four. going back that's to the person four? who did it? Is that your regular person or was it a new person? Oh, yeah. That's my boy, Adrian. I love Adrian. That guy's the best. It's my own okay, fault. So he's not fired. User error. Okay, got it. So, Paul, you're saying okay. that it doesn't look like a four. It looks like it went a lot shorter, right? Yeah. Is that what you're like, saying? I usually go with like it a It doesn't look like a four. Three. That is some. No, that's. Thought, Adrian. It might be three. Might have went three. 
Adrian, I think next time I'd say like it looks hey, it's all the same length from beard through yeah yeah oh I think well, I think there are more the iron filings stuff. on the beard than the hair <laughs> so you took you the new haircut for a test test run I don't know like, at the wedding like the toy with How a magnet like you put the iron filings on the head or move it to the beard like that's oh uh, yeah speaking of flying too close to the sun <laughs> we did uh by that we, <laughs> We did rip the pants. The pants, unfortunately, uh, I owe, I owe uh, a certain tuxedo rental company uh, fifty bucks now to replace the pants. Uh, so you know it happens. Wow. It'd be like what? that. Uh, you know, some and it flew way too close to the sun because there was initial Again. rip, and it was fine. And it was like, okay, I, I can going? deal with this. Kept going. I've got what way too confident. Wow. Played what, with what fire and paid what the, the price. What was the song? Oh. What was the move? Do you know? Yeah. It was Jay Sean's Down, and we were oh, and we were course. going down. <laughs> it was brutal. You know, it'd be like that. There is a picture. I will put it in the group chat. It's just rookie move. Also, by me, didn't go same color okay. boxers as the pants, so it was just so evident. Well, okay. So, like, like it, red, if you, like the eagle. No, it was gray. Gray. Okay. After that, <laughs> after yeah. the rip, could you walk around and people not notice, or was it you? Were you out there? Oh no, you you noticed. <laughs> yeah, we could wow. I'll, I'll, I'll drop the, the I'll drop the picture in the, the group chat right now. I'll drop the picture in the group chat right comments. now. You could have a hole in your pants, yeah. and people won't notice if you're well. Walking, so walking the right way. So did get lucky though. For the bridesmaid, or whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, oh with your very date? Late. I did get lucky yeah, though geez. because cares about the, the... Whoa! <laughs> listen what what we came to realize over the uh weekend was it's way harder to talk to women it's way harder to talk to women when your parents are roughly 10 yards away it's not a great situation it you just can't oh, do it yeah yeah you just can't okay. uh, to be continued Please? No. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Come on. This is the Becky Well Daily presented the by Ben and Coming up next, Michael Felder joins us to weigh in on Bama's potential path to the playoff right here on the Becky Network.